Exposition of the Lord's Oracles by Papias. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Preface Fragment 1. Papias himself, in the preface to his works, shows that he was by no means a hearer and witness of the holy apostles, but teaches us that he received the things of the faith from those who were known to them, the apostles. He says, But I will not hesitate to set down in writing to you whatever things I formerly well learnt from the elders and well remembered, maintaining the truth about them for i did not take pleasure like most men in those which spoke the most but in those who taught the truth not in those who quoted the commands of others but those who delivered the commands given by our lord in the faith and springing out of the truth but if by chance any one came who had followed the elders i examined the words of the elders what said andrew or peter or philip or thomas or james or what john or matthew or any other of the lord's disciples as, for instance, what Aristian and the elder John, our Lord's disciples, say. For I did not consider that what came out of books would benefit me so much as what came from the living and abiding voice. In this passage we may dwell one moment on the fact that the name of John is there twice mentioned. The former of them he classes with Peter and James, and Matthew and the other apostles, plainly indicating the evangelist. But the other John, after an interval of some words, he includes among those other who were over and above the number of the apostles, placing him after Aristion. He also plainly names him an elder, so that by these words is shown to be true the statement of those who have said that there were two who bore the same name in Asia, and that there were two monuments in Ephesus, each of which is said to be that of John. These things are worthy of consideration, for it is probable that the second if one is not disposed to allow that it was the first, saw the revelation which passes under the name of John. Book 1. Fragment 2. The first Christians called those who studied purity before God by the name of children. Book 4. Fragment 3. Judas walked in this world a great example of impiety, for being swelled so much in flesh that he could not pass through, when a cart passed through easily, he was crushed by the cart so that his entrails were evacuated. Fragment 4 As the elders who saw John the disciple of our Lord have recorded, that they heard from him according as the Lord taught about those times, saying, The days shall come, in which vineyards shall grow, each having ten thousand branches, and on one branch ten thousand arms, and on one arm ten thousand twigs, and on each twig ten thousand clusters, and in each cluster ten thousand grapes, and each grape when squeezed will give twenty-five measures of wine. And when any one of the saints shall lay hold of a cluster, another shall cry out, I am a better cluster, take me, through me bless the Lord. In the same way also that a grain of wheat shall produce ten thousand ears, and each ear shall have ten thousand grains, and each grain five two-pound measures of fine clean flour, and other fruits and seeds and herbs according to the fittingness which belongs to them, and that all the animals which use those kinds of food which are received from the earth should become peaceful and docile, being subject to all men in all subjection. All this is told in writing by Papias, a hearer of John, 
an ancient man and companion of Polycarp, in the fourth book of his writings, for he wrote five books, and he added, But these things are credible to believers. And when Judas the traitor, he says, did not believe, and asked, How then shall such productions be brought to pass by the Lord? The Lord said, They shall see who shall come among them. Now Isaiah prophesying speaks of those times, and the wolf shall lie down with the lamb, etc. Fragment 5 And, as the elders say, those who shall then be thought worthy of the society of heaven shall pass thither, that is, into heaven. Some shall enjoy their delights of paradise, but others shall possess the beauty of the city, for the Saviour shall everywhere be seen, as those shall be worthy who see him but that there shall be this difference in the dwelling of those who bear fruit an hundredfold, and those who sixtyfold, and those who thirtyfold, of whom some shall be taken up into heaven, and some shall dwell in paradise, and some shall inhabit the city, and that on this account the Lord has said, In my house there are many mansions, for all things are God's, who gives to all a suitable habitation, according as his word says that to all is distributed by the Father, according as each is worthy or shall be. And this is the couch on which those shall sit who feast as invited guests at the nuptials. That this is the arrangement and disposition of those who are saved, we are told by the elders who were disciples of the apostles, and that they advance by steps of this kind, and ascend by the Spirit to the Son, and by the Son to the Father, the Son thenceforth ceding his work to the Father, according as it was said by the Apostle, that he must reign until he hath put all his enemies under his feet. The last enemy that shall be destroyed is death, for in the times of his kingdom the just man living upon the earth shall now forget to die. But when, says he, he saith all things are put under him, it is manifest that he is accepted, which did put all things under him. But when all things shall be subdued unto him, then shall the Son of Man also himself be subject unto him, that put all things under him, that God may be all in all. Fragment 6 But Papias, of whom we are now speaking, acknowledges that he received the words of the apostles from those who were their followers, and he says that he was an actual hearer of Aristian and of John the Elder. He at least mentions them often by name, and in his writings gives their traditions. So far, then, may what I have said be not said fruitlessly, but it is worth while to add to the sayings of Papias which have been related other sentences of his in which he records some other marvellous things as having come to him by tradition. The story of Philip the Apostle having stopped with his daughters at Hierapolis has already been related, but how Papias tells us that he was in their company and heard a recital of marvellous events from Philip's daughters I will now particularise. He relates the resurrection of a dead man that took place where he was, and again another miracle that happened to Justice, surnamed Barsabas, how he drank a rank poison, and by the grace of God suffered no harm. This was the Justice, whom, after the resurrection of our Lord, the holy apostles set up with Matthias, and prayed over them for the drawing of lots to fill up their number in the stead of the traitor Judas, as the book of the Acts thus describes it. And they appointed two, Joseph, called Barsabas, who was surnamed Justice, and Matthias, and they prayed and said. Other things also hath the same Papias set forth, as having come to him by unwritten tradition, both some strange parables of our Saviour, and teachings of his, and some other mythical things, among which also he says that there will be a thousand years millennium, 
after the resurrection from the dead, when Christ will reign bodily upon this earth. This idea, I suppose, he formed from having received the apostolical descriptions, not understanding the things which were said by them mystically by way of examples. For he appears to have been a very little-minded man, if we may conjecture from his works, except in the judgment of the greatest part of ecclesiastical writers who came after him, to whom he was in part the cause of their having the same opinion as himself, and who sheltered themselves under the man, such as Irenaeus, and others, if there be any, who showed that they held the same opinions. But in his own writings he delivers also other descriptions of our Lord's sayings, which he got from Aristian, already mentioned, and traditions of John the Elder, to which we refer those who are desirous of knowing more about them. At present we find it necessary to add to those sayings of his, which have been already explained, a tradition respecting Mark, who wrote the Gospel, which is thus worded. And this the Elder said, Mark became the expounder of Peter, and wrote accurately whatever he delivered, not indeed in a regular order, such things as were either said or done by Christ, for he was neither a hearer nor a follower of Christ, but afterwards, as I said, he followed Peter, who delivered his teachings as occasion served, but did not make a regular arrangement of our Lord's words, so that Mark made no error, thus writing some things as he delivered them. For he took forethought of one thing, not to leave out anything of what he heard, or to make a mistake about anything therein. These things are related by Papias about Mark, but about Matthew these are his words. Matthew then, in the Hebrew dialect, wrote the oracles, and each person interpreted them as he was able. The same man uses testimonies for the former epistle of John, and likewise from that of Peter. He sets forth also another history concerning the woman who was charged with many sins before our Lord, and which is contained in the Gospel according to the Hebrews. Fragment 7. Papias says thus, To some of them, the angels, he gave to rule over the administration of the earth, and he enjoined them to rule it well. And then he says, But it happened that their appointment came to nothing. Fragment 8. Concerning the divine inspiration of this book, we deem it superfluous to multiply words, seeing that those blessed men, Gregory the Theologian and Cyril, and moreover those of the ancients, Papias, Irenaeus, Methodius, and Hippolytus, give their testimony in favour of its credibility. Fragment 9. Taking occasion from Papias, the true Hierapolite, who followed him that lay on Christ's bosom, and Clement, Pantinus, priest of the Alexandrians, and the Ammonius, the ancient and earliest Constantinus interpreters, who interpreted the Hexahameron into Christ and all the church. Fragment 10. Wherefore those interpreters of the churches, I mean Philo the philosophers, and the celebrated Papias, who was contemporary with the apostles, and a disciple of John the Evangelist, and Irenaeus of Lyon, and Justin Martyr the philosopher, and Pantaneus of Alexandria, and Clement the Stromatist, and their adherents, have spiritually imagined of Christ's church those things which are written about paradise. Fragment 11. Mary, mother of the Lord, Mary, wife of Cleopas, or Alpheus, who was mother of James the bishop and apostle, and of Simon and Thaddeus, and of a certain Joseph, Mary, Salome, wife of Zebedee, Mary, mother of John the Evangelist, and of James, Mary Magdalene, those four are found in the Gospel. James and Judas and Joseph were sons of the Lord's aunt. James also and John were sons of the Lord's other aunt. 
Mary, mother of James the Less and of Joseph, wife of Alphaeus, was sister of Mary, our Lord's mother, whom John names of Cleopas, either from her father or from her Gentile family, or some other cause. Mary Salome is called either from her husband or from a village. Some say that this same was of Cleopas because she had two husbands. End of Exposition of the Lord's Oracles by Papias